0: You're listening to Mitnick's Monthly Brushstrokes, a podcast on the art of outsmarting, the fun part that sets you apart. I'm Keith Mitnick, author of Don't Eat the Bruises, How to Foil Their Plans to Spoil Your Case. For more information, please visit keithmitnick.com. In this podcast, I wanna share with you some fundamental overarching ways to call the defense out if they're playing loose and fast with the facts, if they're distracting the jury unfairly, or if they're hinting that your client is faking or exaggerating but won't really say it, trying to get the bang for their buck without really coming out and saying it point blank. Let me give you a couple suggestions that I think will help both of those situations. And again, I'm going to, for the distractions where the defense is distracting the jury unfairly, I want to use an analogy. Because again, I'm a big believer in the power of analogies. And here's an analogy that I've used that I really think works. And it goes to the basic principle of, you know, keep your eye on the ball kind of principle. The concept that fits their defense tricks like the you don't look like you're hurt trick. But I believe this is stronger than just The basic idea of keep your eye on the ball. I think this just brings more power to it, personally, my opinion. And tell the jury this. I did this in closing rebuttal. And let me tell you where the analogy came from before I did it. It was a true story. I got up early the morning of closing argument, and what I'm about to tell you that became the analogy that I will reuse actually happened that morning. And it goes like this. I drove in early this morning from the west at sunrise, and depending how the road curved, the sun would sometimes be right in front of me. I'd have to squint and put my hand up to shield my eyes from the blinding distractions that the sun did just coming right at me. And with effort, I actually could stay on course. You know, folks, that's how the path to justice is in a courtroom. You gotta keep your eyes on the road, even if you have to squint from time to time due to blinding distractions. The right path here in this courtroom is, and then you plug in, like the sensible sequence of events, or you plug in who's the more reliable guide to the truth. The treating doctors like Dr. So-and-so and and -and so-and-so who weren't paid, who just were involved trying to help my client who came to them hurt, or These experts that were handpicked and paid and hired by one side in a lawsuit. Whatever the strength of your framing words are, following on the heels of this concept of keep your eyes on the road even if you have to squint from time to time due to blinding distractions, the right path here in this courtroom is common sense versus coincidence or whatever that theme happens to be. Now, the other is the defendants love to suggest because of the unimpressive pictures of the bumper where there's not a lot of visible property damage. I call it the bumper picks trick, which is something we covered last year in a podcast. Or like we've covered this year in the podcast, the you don't look hurt trick. Those kind of things the defense loves to get mileage out of. I call them the bright distractions, like that sun in your eyes. But they don't like to outright accuse your client of faking or exaggerating. Why? Because they fear they might offend the jury. And they're afraid they might face a backlash. So they hint at the ugliness that your client really didn't hurt it must be making it up or at least exaggerating without actually ever saying it. And as a result of it, they get away with it. The jury takes it and runs with it, but they never have to quite say it. And this is a way that I say it. And it's really just a Mitnick version of what Rick Friedman in Polarizing the Jury told us years ago that was brilliant. It's just a different way of presenting the same thing. But I find this to be a very powerful way to present that concept of calling the defense out and putting them on the spot and don't let them just hint. And I call it the hinting defense, and it goes like this. And I tell the jury this in opening so they don't get started. I don't save this for closing. Tell the jury in opening. The courtroom is not a place for hinting. It's a place to say what you mean and back it up. If the defense aims to claim Mr. Jones is making it all up, then say it and back it up. Don't just hint it under your breath. And you can feel the power of that statement. The court is not a place for hinting. It's a place to say what you mean and back it up. And if you take these type principles, you can keep the jurors' eyes out of the sun and out of the glaring distractions so they can see the path to fairness and justice. Thank you. For more information, please visit keithbitnick.com.